Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Jarrett Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Yeah, was, uh, I felt like every week we made great strides. You know, your team got better and better and better, and today was a step back. You know, we tried to build on the momentum of the win because we played pretty decent in London, and uh, offensively, uh, Trevor had one of his better games. And, and offensively, we played better, defensively played better, and uh, uh, just went backwards. You know, I did, I did uh, the positive. We held him to 67 yards. Second half, got three sacks. Our defense kept swinging it just placed in horrendous field position. But defense hung in there, you know, um, against some talented receivers and talented players. That's Urban Meyer, and again, uh, we said this earlier in the show, don't get lost in the second-half stats because it really is hard to say that Seattle Seahawks were really trying uh, to score, and they were looked like they were trying to get out of Dodge. Um, meanwhile, the Jags probably should have tried to get out of Dodge in that game mm -hmm. uh, as well. Before uh, we go there, I just noticed something else about you. Um, what's the name of it again? I don't know. I forgot about it. Something range, free range uh, hot, hot buns. buns. Yeah. 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 Austin free range, free range hot, buns. hot buns. Yeah. That's a heck of a nickname. It doesn't roll right off your tongue. Does Lane come at the end or do we just cut off Lane and just stick with the buns? Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I brought this up to this in the show. I'll be honest like, with you. This was, this, was a, this was a tactical error on my part. It was yeah. because. I would have lost yeah. free range because quite honestly, like I would like to be called Brent Hot Buns Martineau. Okay. Hot Buns hot itself buns is Martineau? not bad. Like it. <laughs> There's yeah. worse. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah. In this climate? Because I feel like you call someone that you get sued. Just saying. Maybe. And, and what I'm but saying I is. I'd welcome it. Okay. You, you have the power, by the way, because somebody called you hot buns. So if you think that's the case, I mean, go catch one. Brent, can we get a can we get some some lawyers on the show here to kind of do I have a case? I think we could find some. Okay. Uh, the other thing is, might get a lawyer on the show anyway, because there's two things that I have a problem with in this building today. I just walked by your office. Oh, here comes the office again. Yeah. And. What would no, happen? I didn't notice this it was, before. It was too big, right? It's, no, it's too, big. too big. Okay. I didn't even peek in. Go on. But on the outside, like of all our office built stuff, uh, right? We oh, have uh, we have who we are, like yep. who everybody is, like yep. you know, on our studio it says what's it say, like ESPN six ninety? It says something else. Yeah, it says ESPN six ninety control room and studio. Okay, yeah. Next yeah, yeah, to yeah. the ginormous ESPN six ninety door, in door. case yeah. anybody got confused. In case you're confused. Yeah. Uh, but I appreciate it. it's a nice touch. Mm -hmm. It is a nice touch, like outside. You know, boss man Nick used to have Nick's name and, yeah. you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Austin, it says on-air host. His yeah, name, Austin made on-air host. You are. Mm -hmm. And it says Megan and Austin and WAPE. Starting at 6 a.m. every single morning here, 95.1 WAP. Yep. Hey, that's it. Cox Media Group. No, no. What the it, hell? That's not it. It, it says <laughs> that. Cox and then Media it's, Group. What no, the hell? No, it says on-air personality, Megan and Austin in the mornings and 95.1 WAP. Because, you know, in case I have to do some other stuff as well yeah. throughout the day. Doesn't say ESPN 690. Of course not. Like, those... Is, is, is this shocking to you? Do, do you know hey. what I'm bringing it to everybody's okay. attention? Cause, because, cause you know, okay. people, just to let you know, anybody in this building had no idea who Austin Lane was. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Before ESPN 690. Brent, do you, do, do you think when, when, when Tom Brady's in public and they ask, who do you play for? You think he says, oh, I play for the Michigan Wolverines. No. He says, I play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Super Bowl winning Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's what we're talking about here. <laughs> Y'all the Michigan Wolverines. And, and that's great. Great university. <laughs> great. <laughs> great. <laughs> now, great. It's us and him. Yeah, exactly. Hey, great, 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 hey. great university. Hey. You know, tradition. Um, <laughs> Lloyd Carr. Um, hey, Harbaugh, have, I guess. We have 21 hours until tomorrow. And I will never have Googled something more than free-range hot buns <laughs> in my life.
we know what's about to take place over the next 21 hours. <laughs> and you know what's funny is the people that called him hot buns, he's siding with. He's yeah, siding hey, with them and not us. Right. Hey, I'm just saying, man. I mean, hey, CMG. Hey, bosses. I know I'm talking to nobody because you probably don't listen. Oh, wow. But Going after he's the double, whole yeah, conglomerate. Hey, he's doing it. All we need is a little logo next to Austin's name. That's it. Okay. Yep. Just a little logo. To, to be fair, I, I brought this up. Because I honestly, because when, when I when I requested my plaque, I said on-air personality, Megan Austin in the mornings of AP, and then I said ESPN 690. So the ESPN 690 was supposed to be on there, and for whatever reason, that got lost in translation. I wish it was on there as well. <laughs> and the morning it, it happened, the morning it happened, I was here, and you came in here, and you were like. Look at this. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so going back me up here, man. I, I, I'm trying to I'm fight for this thing. You called, us, you called us Michigan. I'm hurt. I know. I was sending like a... Uh, well, we used know, to have these things. I don't, I don't know if we, we still have this. What in Super Bowl? But they used to call it like a ticket. Like if you had like a... Uh, technical problem or something mm -hmm. that you'd put, you'd fill out some kind of thing. And yep. no, we, we still have that on the. Oh, other, is there still yeah. Yeah. So No, they're not. I'm, I'm going to fill you out. How many tickets I've submitted, dude? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm not saying uh, they're going to work for Michigan. That's true. I am Michigan. That's a good Sorry, man. I'm going to I'm going to submit a ticket <laughs> to change that. Cool. Either that, or I'm going to go see this. What they don't know. Just put a sticker me. up there. No, I'm just going to go buy a huge thing. And put both of them on because I'm a team player. Okay. For you, so you're gonna have the biggest damn sign outside well, your now, door. Well, now we're careful though. Make sure you <laughs> make sure you you don't buy me because that's my office now. And, that's right. and, and it's I can't. Not your wall. Well, we know, you but but it's not your wall either. So I don't want to have to turn you into HR because <laughs> you did something wrong with my office and my door. I was just trying to make it bigger. Okay. I'm that's just it. saying. I'm you just know saying. what you should do? Go and throw a little hot buns on the sign. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that's actually better. <laughs> <laughs> now you're on to something. Oh, <laughs> man. Free range hot buns. Free range hot buns. <laughs> just have, like... <laughs> what is that called? Like, who, who's, right outside, what is that? Just have, like, have like uh, I don't know, the best... Just, we're just going to start putting rolls outside his office. <laughs> <laughs> like, hot rolls. Who makes, like, the best uh, hot S rolls? Cinnabon. Cinnabon, there you go. Cinnabon. <laughs> I mean, are those hot? I don't know what hot rolls eat. Like, just like little, like, biscuit things? It, 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 yes. It okay. Reminds, I think of, like, Thanksgiving dinner or, like, yeah. really the best ones are the Hawaiian rolls. Yeah. Very good. Those I'm still so trying good. to figure out what the so whole good. free range part, though, is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just made up. <laughs> I think the free range was meant to be a, a compliment to kind of, like, you you cover a lot of different things, like maybe the AP and the ESPN side. Uh, I guarantee that was not what was going through this person's head when they put free range hot You don't ones. think so? You think so? Yeah. No, what man. What some of the other ones? Uh, you don't have to say the people's name. <laughs> I mean, like, I can I can write people out. So if you're just doing it in, like these were nicknames given to the folks that have birthdays here in the month of Thanksgiving. Drumstick delight, gravy boat gizzards. <laughs> you could be that. I'd rather be hot gravy buns than gravy boat gizzards. Yeah, yes. but like at least with gravy boat gizzards, like they're not talking about anything like of a body part. Like we don't have gizzards, do we? Like humans? No. no. Turkeys have gizzards. So like at least like that's. You know, you're out, you're out of the ballpark there. Hot buns, I have, I mean, I have buns. Yeah. I'm not sure how hot they are. Yeah, I'd use it as a compliment. Lacking, I mean. really, if we're being honest here. Um, also, <laughs> we got spicy trimmings. Ah, they all have some innuendos to them. There, there is some innuendos, <laughs> I mean, but I just feel like mine goes above and beyond the innuendo. Actually, like, hey, there's no innuendo. Casey, if you could pick yours. Go one more time, please. I mean, do, do you guys want them all? I have them yeah. all here. All right. We got Big Bird Gravy Train. No. No. Absolutely not. Scrumptions McStuffing. That one. I want that one. <laughs> I wish you were that one. Oh, I would have <laughs> be put my resignation in today. <laughs> Not even in two weeks. Like, oh, I'm out. Scrumptions McStuffing. Uh, drumstick Delight. Free Range Hot Buns. Gravy Boat Gizzards. 
candied yam bags. That one. <laughs> that one might be the one where I, yeah. <laughs> Tender horn aplenty? Tender horn aplenty. Tender horn aplenty. What does that mean? I don't even know. And then spicy trimmings. I kind of would like to be called spicy trimmings. Spicy trimmings? Yeah, I think that's yeah? the one I think. Is that the go-to, Casey? Can I put you down for... Uh, yeah, make whatever. Uh, uh, st- scrumptious McStuffin. <laughs> that, yeah, that's it. Going to put you down for a scrumptious McStuffin. <laughs> you yes, go sir. ahead and put it on a T-shirt. That's uh, fine with me. That you is got the it. best. That is the... All- I mean, I've got tears in my eyes. What that's a so job, good. though, huh? <laughs> Amish, I, dude, I, I'm in the wrong line of business. Uh, I know. I got to start coming up with nicknames for people. That is so good. Yeah, that is great. Um, working with uh, dome hats right now and a hat for that. <laughs> Free range hot buns. <laughs> oh, oh, that is man. so good. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say something. I forget now. Oh, yeah. Speaking of just real quick on the hot buns, this is what I remember. <laughs> anytime says, anytime I think of, like, rolls and hot. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. I call them roll, you know, um, but uh, in, in school at Ashland, we had this uh, guy in the radio. Report. He, he had done radio for a while. Had a great voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay Pappas. He was awesome. And so one of the I remember like our freshman year, one of the classes, we had to practice like lines of like being a radio host, you know, and kind of like working on your voice, your voice inflection and other things. And one of the great ones, it was hot, fresh rolls right <laughs> hot fresh like it's, it's like hot fresh like you had rolls. to work on your yeah, yeah. Say, right hot, this guy had a great voice too rolls. man he's awesome uh hot That's fresh awesome. and even like steph to this day like if she's listening right now she's chuckling because yeah. she remember because i had well, to say it so many damn times <laughs> like in, yeah. you practice it and, all yeah. that. and my voice by the way couldn't do it very well then. well i told you when i first started this show i was so nervous because like i didn't you know want to suck in the jacksonville media like where i went to this youtube video and it was like things that you can say to help improve your voice or whatever so it was like betty botter bought a bit of bitter butter and then that you remember and then and then it was the ragged rascal ran around the ragged rocks you know stuff like that that's good so i used to say that in my car every single day for like the first three months on the show i'm like this isn't really helping we're all good we're all good yeah we're we're all set Uh, you gotta warm up your voice yeah right there was that i've never really done that gotta tune the instrument i had to do that that one morning we did the duval house show like the second one because the first one i was half asleep on the sure. way here, I was like screamo, screaming at the top of my lungs, <laughs> trying to get loose. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, uh, the only thing I can give you from a tip that I know works, and I've done this before. I'm from Rhode Island, so heavy Rhode Island accent going to college. Yeah. The thing that works to get rid of your accent, mm-hmm. and I worked really hard on this for for sure, was uh, is singing in the shower yeah, and yeah, singing. Yeah. Because like it makes perfect sense. The mm-hmm. Beatles until you hear them talk or uh, Adele until you hear her talk, you True. have no idea where she's from, right? That's a good call. And so it uh, makes a lot of sense, but that's how I really got rid of uh, much of possible yeah. my Rhode Island accent. Interesting. Is by singing, that makes singing sense. in the shower. By the way, there's an Adele uh, TV event coming up. Can't miss TV. Yeah. All right. Can't wait. Um, football at five here. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. We have totally got off the beaten path here. Yeah. Uh, but uh, quick thought, uh, back to what Urban Meyer was talking about mm-hmm. and some of the coaching stuff, and I, I feel like I've been all over this. The end of the game yesterday made no sense. Like, the end of the game made absolutely no sense what the Jags tried to do. They, they're they down 24 nothing. They're really just trying to get in the end zone because that's what you do. You compete and all that stuff, and I understand that. And it's not bad if you break the shutout streak. I don't think they cared about that or knew that, but they hadn't been shut out since 2009, much like Florida the day before. Like, they, they hadn't been shut out since 1988, and that's all they had to play for in the final quarter. Mm-hmm. Well, it was the same thing for the Jags. So, 24 to 6, they decide to kick the extra point, and I'm okay with that. It's like, okay, let's pack up and go home. 
Well, then they kicked an onside kick. And then it got returned the other way. And I don't care that it got returned the other way. But why are you going for an extra point and then kicking an onside kick? So you already had a bad day. The coaching staff had a bad day. They yeah. were ill-prepared. They were unorganized. They were didn't have great discipline. Uh, they got totally outcoached. They got outplayed, everything. And then you just throw in the mix this curiosity of, like, what are we doing? Like, can you have a plan? Uh, can you think a couple of plays ahead? If you're going to try to compete and compete to the end because there's a minute and a half left and say, hey, maybe a miracle will happen, well, then please go for then two, so yeah. right? If you're going to kick the extra point and still be down three scores, well, then the most dangerous play that we have in the NFL we've changed rules for is the onside kick. Why would you put your players at risk on an onside kick? Quite frankly, why would you show your competition ahead the next 10 weeks on film anything that you might do on an onside kick? Well, and heaven forbid this game's close against the Buffalo Bills, but, I mean, I'm sure they're licking their chops right now with the onside kick. Yeah. Maybe a little touchdown. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it, Austin, again, people have said this to me over the last 24 hours. Man, you're like crazy, super negative on Twitter. What do you want me to hold on to? What do you want me to defend this team for, this coaching staff for right now? I don't like hammering the Jags. I don't like hammering coaches. I, I think it is a player's league. Yeah. But Urban it did not help himself yesterday. The coach, they have a huge staff. Yeah. They have a huge staff. Somebody has to have a plan and be like, all right, listen, we don't want to. You know, Trevor had already been beat up pretty good in this game. Yeah. Why do you even want to put him back on the field in a game that is 24 to 7? Mm-hmm. At the time, like I, it made zero sense. Urban's explanation after the game was, well, we just thought we'd try it. You know, we kind of talked like, hey, let's try something here, like almost to see if it will work what we have practiced. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't the time or place. I mean, uh, it's so reactionary and inconsistent at the end of the game. It's not the first time we've seen that. Like they got to get on the same page, man. And, and you got to be my thing is you got to be thinking plays ahead you should already by that by the time that game is under two minutes to go you should be thinking about what you're telling the guys in the locker room that's how far ahead you should be you're like all right we're going to run this thing out we're going to do this we're going to do this i'm going to walk off the field tell pete carroll he coached a hell of a game yeah. and i'm also going to tell or give our message to, to these guys not like willy-nilly hey let's kick the extra point let's try an onside kick I don't like that. Like I, I, this is probably not a big deal, and I'm probably making it a bigger deal. But I think it. Well, it no, I mean, it shows, if I was a player, organization, this, disorganization. If I was a player, this would be organization. Uh, yeah, you, you, think, you think you got it? Um, if I was a player, this would this would be a huge deal. For first of all, let me just say, I mean, end of an era for Brent Martineau in terms of coming to the dark side. Like, Anakin Skywalker had all the potential in the world, but then he started to feel the power of the dark side. He, he came was on the chosen over. one. He was the chosen one. Behold all the power, Brent. Let that hate just flow through you. I had people tell me yesterday, he's like, do you think other official stations in, in the, the NFL <laughs> hammer their team like this? They should. <laughs> like, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> somebody tweeted well, me that. That's what I would have told that person. Like, you I had somebody call me today about my negative tweets. Not from the Jags oh, building, wow. by the way. Okay. I had somebody else text me today about my negative tweets. Dang. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, what Dang. Do you, what is wrong with people? Full dark side. But no, to answer your question, though, about, you know, the onside kick after you kick the extra point. No, that's, that's absolutely warranted. Because, like you said, if you're a head coach, you have to have, you know, you have to look in the future here. And you have to set your team up for success. 
And if I'm a player, and, like, I'm not sure how much I'm going to be scoreboard watching because I know I'm getting blown out right now, so I'm probably not, like, keeping too keen of an eye on it. But, like, if we kick an extra point, I'm like, okay. And then I'm out there on, you know, the kickoff team for an onside kick. I'll be honest. If I'm on one of the – if I'm trying to bust that wedge or whatever, I'm wondering, well, what, what are we doing right now? Are we, are we trying to win the game? Are we trying to get out of here? What are we doing? Because we just kicked an extra point. So, like, those thoughts are running through my head. On the plane ride home, thoughts like that are running through my head. So it's just – it's a minuscule part of the game that kind of goes unnoticed because the game was so far out of reach. But it's just – it's another example, and it's been kind of a, a trend for these horrible losses where it's like, well, how far ahead of the game are you? How prepared are you? How much are you setting your team up for success um, in the grand scheme of things? And I think that little minuscule moment of that game is a prime example of sometimes people aren't thinking ahead probably. Yeah, I think they have to get on the same page somewhere down there. Like, I think they, like, these little things, what I wonder, Austin, and, and what they're doing is putting me in a situation. Listen, I think Urban Meyer's a hell of a football coach. and I, I, I do. I think his record shows that. He's given me reason to question that yeah. in, the, in the first seven games of his Jags career. Like, he has done that, not in his staff, not uh, – I'm not trying to even pick people – listen, he's a target. People will try to pick Urban apart left and right. Um, but, I mean, these things are right in our face. And what I wonder about is what happens when it's a late-game situation, seriously, when something's on the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what are, what are they enough ahead of the – you know, they, by the way, we just congratulated them. We applauded them for what they did against Miami late in the game. Mm-hmm. Now, if, I was be, if I'm being honest with everybody, if you go back to those shows, I still wondered why did they need a timeout to go from Hail Mary to that play? Like, I thought they should have been ahead in their minds to go to that play if it worked and know the situation. But at least they caught it in time and did it. And then they had practice it and they executed it, and they won the football game because of it. So... Uh, but if we're going to be given credit for something like that, this bothers me. This should bother players, and I think it bothers players from a health and safety standpoint. This is late in the game. The worst thing to do is get injured late in the game. By the way, the worst thing to do is have your quarterback still on the field at, with 80 seconds to go in this blowout game that you can't win after he's already been hit 15 times. Yeah. At least they handed the ball off at the end. Yeah, yeah. You know, but They figured that out. So, so what were they doing? <laughs> like, what were they really doing in that moment? I think they, they didn't know. They didn't have a plan. And uh, you got to have a plan for the whole 60 minutes. you got to have a plan before. you got to have a plan after. And I think they got to look themselves in the mirror down there and get on the same page uh, about, about those things. If you want to really be critical, Urban got indoctrinated into the NFL in that Houston game. Because you know what happened? If you remember that Houston game, they were down like, I don't know, what was it, like 17 to 3 or 17 to nothing or whatever it was. And then right before the half, remember they went, uh, they were down in their like own 10, 12-yard line, and they were got aggressive in that moment. Yeah. And they turned it over again and then went down 24 nothing. game was over. Mm-hmm. Well, people in the NFL don't do that. Like the NFL doesn't operate that way. They take their lumps. They say, okay, let's be down 17 nothing. go figure stuff out, instead of give them a chance to be 24 nothing. Mm-hmm. Like that's... We've seen a couple of these moments that this is not Ohio State. This is not the University of Florida. This is, they got to be a little bit better. And I'm, by the way, I'd be critical of Urban Meyer if he did that at the University of Florida or at Ohio State. Like, you, th- they don't count different in the NFL. 
Like, that was a bad move to try an onside kick in that situation after you kick the extra point. If you really, if you want to preach, compete to the end, and you wanted to go for the two-point conversion, and you got it, and then you kick the extra point, I'm sorry, then you kick the onside kick, yeah. I, could, I wouldn't be critical of you. Yeah, you're trying, trying to win the game. You're trying, trying to still to, win whatever. the game, and yeah. you're trying to preach, we always try to win the game. Going down swinging, okay. I wouldn't be critical of you. Yeah. But if you missed the two-point conversion, or you went after the extra point, then it made no sense to do an onside kick there, mm -hmm. other than you might get your players hurt. Yeah. And uh, that was a, another just bad moment at the end to put an exclamation point on a pretty bad day uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Speaking of Florida, what is going on in Gainesville all of a sudden? And uh, <laughs> if this is the hot cross bun song, I'm going to freak out. I'm a tough 24 hours around here, but this has made my 24 hours. And I'm just slowly falling back deeper and deeper into the bisque. Austin, free-range hot buns, Lane. We play you out. We'll be back on ESPN 690. <laughs> what do you want me to say to this? You know, it's definitely a bad loss. Uh, I feel like we have had two great practices, you know, two weeks of good practices, and I feel like we was doing a heck of a job. Uh, just to come out the game the way we did was depressing and embarrassing. But like I said, if you look at the rest of the game and you watch the game, not just look at the score, uh, we played statistically really good. Uh, we got to the ball. The only thing we got to do better on is take, get a takeaways. So if we get one of those, we win that game, I, th I believe. Don't fall into that, Josh Allen. Oh, he's feeling good, though. He had two sacks. Two sacks. Two, he made a couple big plays, two tackles for losses, well. I think, too. Yeah, it was a pretty good game. Again, I think I Josh Allen's playing pretty good football. They need to do more around him to help. Yeah. Uh, kind of like I would say about Trevor overall. You know, you, you got to help. You got to compliment. No, and they're not sure. compliment enough in coverage. Again, I think Shaq Griffin's overall played really good football, played good football for the Jacks, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but those, it's hard to shine uh, when your team's giving up what it gives up. Yeah. And uh, they give up way too much. Uh, a couple of a quick notes on the Jags. Got so much more we can get to. Florida, Georgia, I want to talk about in a moment, uh, just for a bit. And then uh, get the World Series. Got a big trade for the Rams and Von Miller. Um, so a bunch still to get to here. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Brett Martineau, Austin Lane, Casey Kurtz on a Monday. Uh, Urban Meyer did say James Robinson, it's a heel. And, you know, They'll keep an eye on things. Devon Zigbo, they just signed off the Saints practice squad, who they had before, and then the Saints signed him off, you know, from the Jags. Mm -hmm. So they bring someone back. That might indicate now, might not have James Robinson on um, on Sunday. I can tell you this, James Robinson was scheduled to be on our show tonight, not going to be. He's still a bit sore and stuff, which I understand, uh, at Jags Report Live at Sneakers in Jack's Beach, 7 o'clock on Fox 30, uh, which is kind of the nature of that when you have a bit of injury, especially out in Seattle, everything kind of you get back late. But it's not, I don't think it's significant. It's certainly not the Derrick Henry news, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but it's a heel injury that hopefully it heals quick. Yeah, absolutely. Um, man, you know, when you lost DJ Chark, that was one thing, right? Like, you, you got the feeling, okay, well, Marvin Jones, got to step up. Lillisca Chenault, you got to step up. Dan Arnold, you got to step up. When you lose a guy like James Robinson for however much time it's going to be, like, this one hurts, you know? Um, because Carlos Hyde, you know, I get he's serviceable, but he is nowhere. He's not James Robinson, right? And then you saw it yesterday. So you, you have a team in the Jaguars who 
it still seems like even when James Robinson was in yesterday, they're still trying to find themselves on offense. You thought they might have did against Miami, but this team is still trying to find an identity, and now you lose your biggest component of, of having that identity in James Robinson. It just it begs the question, what is this going to look like now against the Buffalo Bills team who, on defense, they're pretty good. Yeah, I, again, I think the problem, and by the way, he heard it on the play. I think everybody knows the play he heard it on. He, he went, like, had a ton of momentum going into the sideline. Nobody stopped him on the Seattle sideline, and he ran into what? The Microsoft whatever, the, thing. The Microsoft whatever it is. That's why I'm an Apple yeah. guy, by the way. Uh, the <laughs> Nice. But Good he tried job. to sl- It actually wasn't hitting that. It's because he slowed himself down, and when he tried to slow himself down and hit the brakes, yeah. you know, he injured his heel. But, again, nothing structural. It didn't sound like if you listen to Urban and see the quotes coming out of Jags headquarters today, though, it also, I don't get the feeling that he's going to play next week. I think they're going to be careful and cautious with him, which is probably better if they need to sit him for another week, have him the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. But the bigger question, Austin, is, I mean, can they function without him? I mean, Hyde's okay, but he's not James Robinson. James Robinson's five and a half yards a carry. James yeah. Robinson's someone people focus on. It felt like they lost their mojo on offense when Robinson went out. He had already had five and a half yards a carry in that game in the few reps that he had had. Yeah, you know, I mean, we, we have no idea how long he's going to be out for, right? So I don't want to panic and say... Well, let's just gonna... say if he's out this week. Well, I mean, okay, yeah, so out this week, then yeah, I'm, I'm pretty nervous, right? Yeah. Because you're playing a, a, a Buffalo defense that's pretty high regarded yeah okay and they have the ability to get after the quarterback and you're coming off a game in seattle where it wasn't trevor's best game where you know and and it's not trevor lawrence's fault oh i mean yeah obviously it's it's his fault because he's the quarterback but it's not all his fault but like you just you got a guy that couldn't win a game first team simple as that and now you're facing a team who well is much better on offense right now who is much better on defense um and, and and is well coached so, yeah, I'm, I'm nervous in, in terms of just can this game stay in control? Can you prevent it from getting out of hand? Because now you're putting the ball in Trevor Lawrence's hand, and any rookie quarterback against the Buffalo Bills, when you don't have your, your fail-safe of James Robinson, that's a lot to ask. All right, let's uh, hit on a couple other things. Uh, Florida-Georgia game. Georgia's really good. Number one in the country. Bam, that game changed on a dime. Anthony Richardson, uh, <laughs> Casey said, if you were clamoring for Anthony Richardson. Listen, Anthony him. Richardson it looks like he's got talent, right? He had to go up against the best defense in the country by far. By far. I uh, mean, they're, they're great. Great. So is Wisconsin. They're a great team, too. <laughs> but, Did you watch the Iowa game? Probably not. Yeah, hey, probably guess not. what? I ask Iowa how that Wisconsin defense is playing. Uh, but Anthony Richardson... He has a lot of skill, a lot of talent, a lot of athletic ability. He, he needs more seasoning. Now, what you hope he can do for the Gators is he can play these last four games, get a lot of reps. He might be really good next year. He's just not good right now. Mm-hmm. And that's why Mullen wasn't going with him and, and made some catastrophic mistakes. And, by the way, one was a like a hustle kind of effort play that he just had the ball ripped out. You know, some good plays. But against that defense, that can happen. Uh, I would. It would have been really wild to see that game three to nothing at halftime, and how that would play out in the second half. But man, did that change in Ari? Yeah. Um, and we all know what that game was, right? I mean, it's a Florida team that's just okay, uh, that obviously struggled in those two minutes at the quarterback spot, and a Georgia defense that's just suffocating. I mean, it really is good, and especially when they can get up by a couple scores. So I, I think everybody nailed that. 
I would say this. It was a great, it's always a great atmosphere. It's a beautiful day. Uh, there were a ton of dog fans there. We were doing our show for on ESPN 690, 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. I was just surprised at how many Georgia fans I saw versus Florida fans. And they're yeah. number one in the country. I get the fan base is more jacked up, That's more excited. Yeah. Uh, but <clears throat> I also didn't feel like there were as many people downtown as there had been. I don't know if that's construction, uh, kind of coming off the pandemic still, uh, maybe the lack of enthusiasm around the, the Gator program. That was just an observation. I don't know what the numbers were. And, and that's not like, hey, it's trending in this direction. Look out. They might not be here. It's not as good as it once was. That's uh, not that. Um, I just think it was kind of uh, one of those circumstantial things. Uh, heck, some of the Georgia fans might even have stayed up in the Atlanta area to go party with the Braves. No, that's you true. Know? Yeah, no, uh, that's true. And, and RV City was cut in half. So maybe they just kind of viewed this game a little bit different of a week as everybody's trying to find some normalcy and what normal is now coming off the pandemic. So when they shot the overhead shot right as the coverage started, I said, wow, there is a lot of Gator fans. And then I said, wow, that's the seats. <laughs> well, a little late arrived. It's usually a late arriving crowd in there. And then by the fourth quarter, there was nobody left uh, for the Florida Gators. Here's the big story around the Gators in this game. And if you, um, if you read, I think it's Matt Baker from Tampa Bay Times, wrote a good article about just the recruiting and the guys that made plays in that game that all picked Georgia over Florida. That were five-star guys or number one recruit guy in the country. Well, now the buzz around the Gator program in the media is Dan Mullen can't recruit. He's got, if you look at 24-7, he's got 22nd-ranked class. Georgia Bulldogs have the number one class. So when are you going to catch up if, you can't, if you're not yeah. going to recruit at an elite level? Even though everybody's pretty high on Mullen as a good game coach and a good developer of talent and everything else. Well, today in Gainesville, they basically abruptly stopped the news conference they didn't bring anybody else in. They've now said that nobody else is talking all week in Gainesville. And, and now they're in their own heads yeah. at Florida about all this. I mean, is this them being thrown a little bit of a fit about, hey, if you're going to talk recruiting and hammer us and blah, 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 then we're not going to talk to them. That's the wrong way to approach this. I mean, you've got to face the music, don't you? I mean, Brent, it's the SEC. That I think that the music means a little more here sometimes. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. Like, you, you have to... You have to face the music. You you have to own up to stuff, and you have to answer the hard questions. That's what you signed up for yeah, at Florida. Yeah, paid eight Guess million what? a year or something. Yes, because you know why expectations are high, as they should be. You're you're talking about the Florida Gators, who you know are a pretty storied program the, the the past decade or so. Now they fall on hard times and everything, but. Well, it's not even that hard at times. Well, I mean, they lost three out of four. This isn't like four and eight kind of season. They're going to win the next four but games. But it's vastly disappointing, though, Brent. Well, you think so? I think they will, yeah. I, I, think, so. I think they're heavily favored and all. Now, Florida State would be interesting down the road. But, I mean, yeah. these, uh, these next three are not. South Carolina is a terrible team. No, sure. Okay. Uh, who they got? Missouri? Missouri Sanford. and Sanford. Yeah. Okay. I mean, come on. They're going to. They're, they're, they're not that bad, Florida. This is, this is a team that has talent. That's the funny thing about the recruiting. Yeah. They have some talent. We're yeah. talking to some NFL people up there in the press box. They're like, hey, they have. I mean, Georgia's loaded with talent. Mm -hmm. But they have talent. Like, Florida's not void of it. Mm -hmm. uh, they just don't have enough. I mean, Georgia has more, mm -hmm. much like Alabama has had for years, more. I mean, you can't get that defensive where you now you're just going to close everything down at Florida. That's a bad move. But, see, you can't get defensive, but you also can't say we're going to worry about recruiting when the season's done. Well, no, sir. It's a 12-month-a-year thing. That's, that's not how recruiting works. Yes. And, I, and I'm, I'm sure Dan Mullen, he does know this. He knows this because if but they had beaten to... the dogs, they would have been bragging yes. about all the guys that were there and watching of the course. game for them. So let's, let's not insult our intelligence here and say, well, we worry about recruiting when the season's done. Not how it works. If you want five stars, you worry about them today, tomorrow, the next day, because that's 
it's uh, like you said, it's it's a twelve month cycle thing in some capacity. So. I don't know, man. Like, you're coming off as a sore loser, and I get it. Maybe you're upset, and maybe you want to pout and everything, but you got to face the music. I mean, listen, uh, that's like, if we're ripping Urban Meyer today for what went on yesterday, it's just like, I'm not talking to media this week. Mm -hmm. Like, that's that's exactly what this is. Like, and he's not going to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, well, you kind of can't, you know, well, anyway, they'd find you. Yeah. But, but uh, you don't have to talk to the other team's media. The, you don't talk to Bill's media. <laughs> that's he doesn't true. want to. He doesn't have to. Yeah. And I think that's Joke's the only... On Buffalo. I think that's the <laughs> only thing that, uh, that, that Dan Mullen's going to do is talk to, like, the... SEC teleconference or whatever that he's required to do. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a bad move, Dan. I mean, don't do that. Like, you, you should, you know, brag about what you got. Say, we're going to, we're working on other things. We got to catch up a little bit. Face the reality. It's like what I'm saying about the Jags. The reality is, no, you didn't hold them down in the second half. They weren't trying in the second half against Seattle. Face the music. You know, admit what it is. Don't be in denial. And I guess the question then becomes, how do they fix it? How do they catch Georgia? How do they catch Alabama? How do they catch what, South, what Clemson has become over the years on the recruiting game if it's not a strength of Dan Mullen? And you better, if you're Dan Mullen in the Gators, you better beat South Carolina by 50. If you pull this kind of crap that you're doing, yeah. it better not at any point, at any time be in question. Do not let them score first. Do not let them lead in the game. As you said, South Carolina is terrible, and you need to beat them <laughs> badly. But by the way, I think the one of the issues, I don't know this is for fact, I think one of the issues Mullen has in recruiting is that he's a bit quirky. He's, he'll come out with a Darth Vader costume yeah. on after, right? Yeah. He, he, he will say stuff that he shouldn't have said about the pandemic, you know, mm -hmm. last year. Uh, he will do something like this. Like, I'm not saying yeah, that. Yeah, but guess I'm what? Florida's Florida. Florida. was quirky, though, too, man. Who? Dabo. Swinney. True. Yeah. True. But, I mean, he's not having success this year, though, so. Yeah, but, yeah, he's I mean, a big quirk. I think they're a different kind of quirky, well, but, yeah. Like, I mean, he probably had a picture that he shouldn't have taken with a shirt that he should have been wearing. Remember that whole yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, bottom line is Florida can recruit itself because Florida's a great place and, and Gainesville's a great place and it's the SEC and you've got talent in Florida and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But the, they have to figure it out now. They took a while to get ahead on, on or catch up on facilities. They're doing that. Like, that's – they've kind of done it, but it's also in the process of being done. I mean, the Swamp's one of the great places to play, but now the other things that Georgia has had, Clemson has, Alabama has, they're catching up to that stuff. I don't know what else they need. If Mullen's not the greatest of recruiters, which he's proven not to be, they've got to start piling their staff up. Yeah. With more good recruiters, right? Or guys that are just like, go pay them a million and a half dollars to recruit. Now, the word is the budget even to recruit is not as good as Georgia and Alabama and the rest. Well, you might have to pony up the dollars then. do what then. you got to do. Go get the chopper it's an arms out, race. man. You know, get the chopper out. That's, if just that's focus how, on swimming. If that's how you do it, <laughs> that's how you win. Legit that's what swimming. you got to do. Yeah, they just brought in Katie yeah, Ledecky. Ledecky. She's one of their cop series. I know. Focus I know. On I know. I know. I By the know. way, have the Manning cast guests not impressed. Oh, no. Don't say that, Casey. Uh, not impressed. Well, we'll have that. Plus, we do have to talk. Does Von Miller help the Rams that much? Is Von Miller still Von Miller, or yeah. is he the name that we know? Uh, also, a quick thought or two on the World Series to end things here on a Monday. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Definitely a tough place to play. I, I don't think the issues today I don't had, didn't have a, a ton to do with the noise. A little bit on a few of the play clocks getting low, um, may, maybe there. But overall, that's not really what I don't think really made a huge difference. It was just our execution wasn't great.
That is Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I would agree on all fronts. The only thing, I, I thought he had trouble lining them up a little bit, and I don't know what that was. Was that communication? Was that the noise was? I, I don't know. Yeah. I, again, I don't put a lot of stock into noise for a big-time college quarterback who plays in front of 100,000 people every Saturday in college. They've seen this and heard this. Now, there are more responsibilities in the NFL as a guy you know, running the show than there are in college, so it might make a difference. But uh, I just saw those communication problems and everything else for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Real quick, uh, we'll get to Von Miller. Uh, a quick thought on the World Series as well. Um, but two other things. Coming out of that Florida-Georgia game, Georgia, do they look good enough to win a national title now that you kind of saw them here against Florida, a team that had gone toe-to-toe against uh, Alabama, even though that's a little bit different of a team a month later? Yeah. Like, right now, would you pick Georgia to win the national title? Yes. Yeah. First. Yeah, I think so. I mean, they're, they're just, they're that, I mean, you saw it again. They're just, they're that good on defense. And, like, Florida, you know, Florida can put up points now. Like, I understand, like, they've been getting a bad rep, but they can score. And, you know, I mean, it was a late score, or else they would have scored zero points. I just think that when you have that type of defense, it's crazy that we're saying this in 2021, but if you have a defense that can shut an offense down like that, yeah, you get a pretty good shot of winning the whole thing. Here's, I still have a problem with Georgia a little bit, though. I mean, it really should have... I mean, it could have been 3 nothing at halftime against a team that I just saw LSU run up and down the field against Florida. Now, I know the emotions are high, rivalry game. And by the way, Stetson Bennett threw two prayers up. They looked like punts. Like, I don't know what those were. Uh, I still think JT Daniels is the better player here. And so at some point, we may see a flop. He had been playing really well. They win. You don't want to upset winning. And so he's doing enough. And Stetson Bennett, by the way, really good job with his legs on one of those plays. And he made a couple of nice throws. He did. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying he stinks. He's way better than he was when he played in Jacksonville last year. But they might eventually win this national championship if they do with JT Daniels. I have a hard time coming around that Stetson Bennett is going to be the guy to win the national title for the Dogs. Who do you think can play with them then? Oh, I think I still think you'll see it, Alabama, from a Saban, the way he'll coach that game. They still have the horses. Uh, but is that it? Probably, but if they lose in the SEC title game, one, there's a chance they don't make it, although I think they do, and then they might have to face again in the Final Four, you know? So, Wait, you think if they lose to Alabama in the SEC championship, they don't get in? Well, it depends what it looks like. Oh, I think they get in. They get in no matter what. Yeah, I think so, too. Are they getting in at number two Cincinnati if uh, Michigan State keeps winning, if Oklahoma is still undefeated? Are they all – who are they getting in over? So, I mean, I, I'm not a, a proponent of Cincinnati. I'm really not. I, I think the Big Ten winner will get in, yeah. either Ohio State or Michigan State. I think Oklahoma, they have a pretty good shot, but it's the Big 12, so it's not like yeah. by all that – Obviously, but if Oklahoma's I think, undefeated, they're getting in. Well, we're, not, sure. we're not convinced they're winning out. I'm, I'm, not, I'm just yeah. listen. I'm just saying it's not a foregone conclusion they're in if they lose to Alabama. But, That's all but, I'm but saying. But this thing is a Pac-12 team getting in. No, is a uh, ACC team getting no. in. So then I think two no, Cincinnati SEC. upsets the apple cart right here. Yeah, so how yeah, they look, if they continue to keep them number two, we'll see what tomorrow when the, the, the rankings come out. Listen, yeah. I agree with you guys. I think they, they built up a lot of equity. My point is if they lay an egg in Atlanta against Alabama well, and they lose. 31 to 10, sure. then that's going to really hurt their chances coming off a loss. I mean, I just don't think it's an automatic no, that they but, get in. But I'm just saying where if they lose and it's a close game, then yeah, I, I think they're in. Well, I agree with that. I think if it's 10 points or less, they're definitely in.
Yeah, I would say so, too. Yeah. Um, I just can't sit here and tell you that I know they're going to be. But I think if Alabama loses, then Alabama's out. All right, we got to hear a couple things. Uh, Ronan, how did he, uh, how was uh, He oh, looked man. awesome. I mean, how was it? It, it was fantastic. The, the, for whatever reason, the moon didn't want to come out, which is fantastic at, at Jack's Beach because it's just pure darkness. The eyes really popped. Cadence was good. Thank you. Trick or treat. Happy Halloween. He killed it. Yeah, I, I could have been happier. That's awesome. By the way, performance. an update to the candy mystery. Little Ava. Okay. Oh, yeah. We found oh, out yeah. it was the Three Musketeers. Three Musketeers. Man, Man. we did all that stuff. All that, all that reconnaissance for I, our Three listen, Musketeers. It was a big sigh of relief for me. Yeah. I was just really happy it wasn't that one with raisins in it. Oh, big call. You tell him, you know? yeah. yeah. I mean, so. I don't want to ban anybody from the you, show. Ava. I don't know. I don't want to ban anybody from the show. Yeah. But if you're eating chocolate with raisins in it. That would have, but thankfully it wasn't her. You know, it would have been a different kind of Christmas present for yep. Ava yep. that I get her. So if so, it was the one with the raisins. So, so thankfully it's just Jake Ryan that's been banned from the show still. <laughs> it's true. Only one person. Casey, by the <laughs> way, you, you weren't here for that. No, I wasn't. J- Jake Ryan said the second Star Wars, the, the newer Star Wars ones, second one was the best one. Oh, did he? Yeah. So and he, he's never come back. Who yeah. is this? Yeah, Dave. <laughs> Don't worry about him, right? Don't even worry about it. Oh, I had some tweets to send out. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hey, uh, Von Miller, does he really, is, does that separate the Rams even more, or are they already just good? Like, does he give them a new no, dynamic? He, here's the thing. He definitely gives them a new dynamic because, you know, it's the Aaron Donald effect. Yeah. If you put a suitable – I mean, whether it's Floyd, whether it's Clay Matthews when he's like 30 years or 40 years old, they're going to get a lot out of Von Miller if he can stay healthy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it'll be something to it's watch. It's a good pickup for them. Manning cast real quick. Oh, yeah. Michael Irvin. Yeah. Michael Strahan. Okay. Josh Allen, I presume, of the Bills. Oh. Talking Jags. Yeah. <laughs> and John Stewart. Huh. It's a wild card. But that see, your card. face is exactly how I felt. Yeah. yeah. Because you can see Strahan, you can see Irvin. Like it It's true. You know. I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to bounce outside the realm of football a little bit. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. I mean, I'm not mad at John Stewart. John Stewart doesn't have kind of much for me, but yeah. John uh, Stewart's leading it off, by the way. Uh, cool. real quick, we'll talk more about it tomorrow. Braves still win the World Series after losing yesterday. Up three two with two to go. What's your Monday take on it? Uh, I think the Astros will get it done. Astros. Whoa! Well, you know Braves I feel about fans, it. I'm here for you, people. Listen, you know we got enough therapy it. going on with the Jags right now. You don't need to go <laughs> to therapy, Braves fans. I got you. You're okay. You're better. You still got the magic. You're good. You're going to win the next one out. And we're going to talk about it uh, after tomorrow. Me and Brian will be here 6 to 7 talking about it ah, before. We have the game on ESPN 690. As yes, well. that's right before game 6 when the Braves will clinch. And I'm not a Braves fan, but when the Braves will clinch. Jags Report Live, 7 o'clock tonight. Sneakers in Jack's Beach and on Fox 30. We'll see you then. Thanks for tuning in. Brent Martineau, Casey Kurtz, Austin, Free Range, Hot Buns Lane. Come on. We'll be back at it tomorrow at 3. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.